Do you enjoy the paranormal? Are you curious about things that go bump in the night? No, I don't mean your parents doing the hibbity-dibbity. If so, then listen to Supernatural Selection. Kevin the Bastard and guests will lead you on a wild ride of aliens, Bigfoot, and time cubes, plus much more. Tune in Fridays at midnight and Sundays at noon, only on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. There was definitely, uh, we, we need to touch on that for sure. All right. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, episode two, <clears throat> two of the two, Organic two. Poison podcast. Sorry it took so long to those of you that are actually listening. <laughs> uh, this is my second uh, episode. Obviously, I said that. And my second guest this week is, or my guest this week is my brother-in-law, Tyler Ferguson. Hey! Thank you for joining us, Tyler. Tyler is, uh... A young man, but he is a smart individual that also can hold a conversation. So, uh, yes, I asked him to uh, get in on this with me. Sorry, it's late. I said that, but so let's hold a conversation. Second episode, saying everything twice. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, repeat yourself. I said second episode three times. What's your name? Four times. My name is Shane Smith, and this is the Organic Poison Podcast. Yeah. uh, So what's what's uh, what's the point behind organic? The organic poison, just a name. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. That doesn't really hold a substantial amount of value. Got it, got it. Right. I kind of came up with it just to come up with it. I don't just really... have a name for a podcast. It's a good one. I'm not well, passionate on it. It wasn't necessarily originally just for a podcast. I had it for a couple of other ideas, but those ideas might still be in play. So I don't necessarily want to just say what they are. So like. Organic poison the band. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. I mean, that would be, sounds like it would be like a uh, organic a, poison the documentary a dubstep thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. So uh, this weekend, our Sunday night was it? Sunday it was night? Uh, Sunday yeah. night. Sunday night here in Purvis, where I currently live. Uh, there was quite a quite a performance that was taking place down the road. Some uh. It was a, uh, it was a, um, it was a cluster of buffoonery. It was a cluster of mathematic proportions, let's say that. Mathematic proportions. (laughs) Yeah, there were some meth heads running wild and free out here in Purvis. (laughs) They ran through two counties for a whole day. Okay, look up and see if you can find, like, an article somewhere Okay. that just, like, you can briefly read. Okay, so these people, like, jumped out of the vehicle, like, a quarter mile down the road from our house, and, like, took off running through the woods in a residential neighborhood, and every <laughs> everyone in Purvis, anybody who doesn't know what Purvis is, Purvis is a <clears throat> relatively small town. I mean, there's a good bit of people here, but it's pretty spread out. And it's on the outskirts, about 15 minutes, 20 minutes away from Hattiesburg. So everybody pretty much knows everybody, or they know somebody who, in addition, knows everyone. So my mother-in-law was getting phone calls constantly. It went from basically being like, oh, man, there's this uh, these junkies that were running from the cops 
to they about, called them to about ten minutes to about ten minutes later when it was like, oh my gosh, there's some psychopathic killers five on the murderers. They're yeah. selling heroin to kids <laughs> at the middle school right now at ten thirty at night. <laughs> but yeah, it was very accurate. It was pretty crazy. All right. Right, you got something? I'm, I'm trying to figure. It's loading. Well, I can't even imagine what it must be like to be one of those people that, in the neighborhood where they caught them. Because I would be scared <clears throat> all the time now. I mean, I wouldn't be. But if I was like, you know, say your husband works offshore, like in the oil field or something. Why in the world? What in the world? All right, guys. Hold on just a second. I'm trying to figure it. Yeah, it happens. Uh, sometimes it's hard to find things anything that i care about online yeah but so basically and these are people i know some guys i went to high school with crazy um yeah another interesting fact tyler is a senior in high school that's not an interesting fact shut up that's kind of interesting everyone is a senior in high school everyone is currently a senior in high school yes. that's wild the more you learn you know what let's see I, uh, Who would share something about it? Uh, Google would. You just type in Google. I guarantee you that it's all over Hattiesburg News. Especially if they came from Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. Needless to say, these poor guys, they will be probably... I, they were reading off the uh, stuff they got arrested for at work today. Mm. And my goodness, they are going to be... Uh, they're going to be doing some time. Yeah, one of the guys is only like... 19. Oh, well, they're yeah, not going to treat him like he's 19. No. Are right, you ready? Yes. I'm going to read this to you guys. Three people were arrested Sunday night after leading police on a high-speed chase through Forest and Lamar counties. But the incident that led to the chase began a couple of days earlier. Ooh, backstory. Lamar County Sheriff Danny Regal said the Sheriff's Department had received reports Friday someone driving a white or light gray minivan possibly involved in residential carport burglaries in uh, the Purvis area. Um, blah, blah, blah. Around 7.30 p.m. Sunday, Hattiesburg police spotted that, that minivan in Hattiesburg. And um, I guess when they turned on their lights, they began to run. Uh, they went all the way. The van hit a residence, uh, hit a house on Talawa Road. The owner of the home knew the driver, let him use his phone. Um... And then when he came out of the house, the van had taken off, uh, and the van was found at a dead-end road. 19-year-old William Howard uh, Hatton. I'm sorry, Howard Hatton, if you're listening to this podcast, don't come kill me. Um, Trust me, he's not listening. (laughs) (laughs) 19-year-old and 25-year-old Lisa Mitchell, I guess they were... Uh, where, was, he Hatton, pe- was he pecker punching? I don't know. Uh, Mitchell's bond set for $500. Uh, Hatton is being fa- held without bond, and he faces additional charges. And then there was a uh, Kobe Wynn. Um, Kobe Wynn also got arrested. Oh, wow. So. He doesn't really look like he's necessarily on drugs. He doesn't look like a criminal. He looks like he looks like, he, looks like he was he was he looks like the cousin that came from out of town. Oh and he my just gosh. got me- yes, he mixed up. For, he wasn't even here for the whole summer. They just let him come hang out for literally like two weeks, and he's like, "Come on, buddy, we're gonna go for a ride." <laughs> that's really sad, but that's crazy. It was wild. Everybody was nervous and trying to get their guns out and what have you. Oh yeah, no. If you owned a gun in this town, you probably put it on Facebook that night. Take a picture of your gun and be like, "We got our gun. You better watch out." 
Don't come to my house with that tomfoolery. Why, you're on the land from the police and you're looking on Facebook. <laughs> Just know not to come to my house with that Tom. Tim tomfoolery. That was one of my things because uh, your mom said. Tim, shout out. Your mom, shout out to Tim. Your mom said uh, Brittany had posted something on Facebook. <clears throat> and your mother had said something along the lines. Brittany, you need to take down that post about. Something to do with them and the cops not being able to, the dogs not being able to find their scent. Yeah. And I, my thing, what I said was, I was like, Connie, I, I don't imagine that they're running through the woods right now from the law and checking their Facebook. <laughs> I was like, if, I said, if those meth monkeys actually have Facebook, they're definitely not checking it right now. Who's this Brittany Ferguson? Who is this Brittany Ferguson that's telling us about the fact that the cops, hey man, we can relax. The dogs can't <laughs> We could just chill here all night in this Wannabago. Thank you, citizen. <laughs> Brittany did a good deed to the evil man. <laughs> who the evil meth head was just trying to drive his van really fast and get some punani. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a good uh, piece of weekend excitement. Yeah. And then it was back to the regular day. Back to the old grind. Back to the old grind. Yeah, so I was talking to Tyler the other day. Tyler is me. Tyler, is you, about, uh, I noticed, you know, since I first started hanging out in Hattiesburg many, many, many moons ago, long before me and Brittany started dating and I would come around here. Your wife. My wife. Uh, I noticed that there was a bunch of these swans yep. everywhere. And now, back in the day, of course, you posed the question, what the hell are those swans doing there? But you never think twice about it. Mm -hmm. You just happen to see them all over. Uh, you eventually just kind of forget. Yeah, and you just you you admit, too soon to say in the conversation that we take them for granted, but I have to think that they kind of just go unnoticed at times because it's like, well, they're everywhere. I feel like every business that you know is is part of the uh, what is it, the <clears throat> Fortune 500 Club of Hattiesburg? Yeah, I think it's weird. the Chamber of Commerce or something like that, probably. But it's like, <clears throat> what I want to know two things: what is the purpose of those swans? And second of all, what does one have to do to get a swan? Like, what kind of business? Like, if what? Steal it. I mean, see, I, I'll get to that. But <laughs> what, does what, a, what kind of business calls the mayor and says, "Hey, Mayor Toby, I want a swan." Yeah, how do I apply for a swan? I need to get one of these swans. Or can you just get one and throw it up in your front and be like, "Hey, I got the swan." Okay. Okay. This is an article that was posted February 15th, 2007. Hattiesburg's Festival of Swans public sculpture project is about to take flight. Today, the first two dozen metal and fiberglass swan sculptures displayed around the Hub City for several run months. Uh, they were picked up by individual sponsors, uh, then they handed them over to the artists to be painted. The swans were made in Valencia, Spain, might have mispronounced that, and they were first delivered to the Port of New Orleans. Trying to figure out what their exact so it doesn't say what their exact purpose you know is. Well, it sounds like sponsors. It would mean that they probably donated the money to something. They were raising money for something. If you were a sponsor for it, you paid for it. I know what a sponsor is. Okay, nice, nice. I'm glad that you're aware. No, but if I had to assume, but I guess we just don't know what that was for. I imagine somebody who hears this might actually know or might do better research than us. But hey, so, Tim. <laughs> yeah, we hate Tim. Tim will know. Tim doesn't do Shout research. out to Tim. Actually, no. No shout out to Tim. 
man, shout out to anybody who's actually listening. I uh, listen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but so would you know we talk about it, and I've you know talked about it over the years, but it just recently has come back into my mind so fr- so strongly and prevalent, and because I've noticed them. Now, I brought it up to my boss. And I mentioned to him, I said, uh, you know, because he didn't know why they mm-hmm. had the swans, and he didn't know what it, what the course of it was to get the swans. And then we were joking around about how, I was like, because you know that was a trend or that was something like that, and then people just eventually got over it. And then these swans are too damn big for somebody to go and pick up and move. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what I got around to, which he did not in- encourage me to do this by any means, but. I was like, what if we got a truck and enough people to go pick up one of these swans? And he's like, I imagine that they're pretty heavy. They're probably pretty heavy swans. I mean, fiberglass, you know. Well, which in this piece of this story, sidebar, I have another story about when I was younger and I lived in Jackson. Your heathen days. Yes. I have a little bit of history of stealing memorabilia from a cultural society i have a hot and hot and spicy your back sign from mcdonald's that's crazy i stole a lot of historical things i guess is what i'm saying so in 2013 2012 i'm pretty sure i was 19 i don't know exactly how old i was but i lived in jackson uh one night we went out to JSU's campus because JSU is kind of popping at night, you know, just the people walking around and stuff like that. We didn't have nothing better to do. And this at the time I was not in my part one of my partying phases. This was prior to in between partying phases. So I was just kinda of like hanging out. It was like eleven o'clock at night. Not we, late. We went to JSU and we just started walking up and down. Uh there's a strip they call it something, but I don't know what it's called. The strip. It's not called the strip. Let's call it the strip. Well, okay, yeah, we'll just call it the strip. But and on part of this strip in the middle of JSU's campus, they have a spot that's called uh, a spot. <laughs> it's called like uh, <laughs> fraternity lane or something. On each side, they have like sororities and fraternities, their yeah. own little square. Yeah. And they put like these bricks and statues and stuff in each little thing, and the people go and take pictures or whatever, and they all they have a bench beside it or something like that. Well, they had. One of them was called the Q-Dogs, and apparently that's pretty, all these are pretty, Q-Dogs, Delta, whatever. The Delta, I mean, the Q-Dogs had a, a, like, brass or bronze bulldog that was just sitting there. Like, and it was probably, like... Asking to be stolen. It was asking to be stolen. Well... We didn't have the nuts to steal that because my friend Alden Kirkland, really solid friend of mine... My bro. Shout out to Alden. Alden said, I'm pretty sure Alden was with us. Alden might not have even been with us. No matter where you are, Alden, Who shout it? out. Yeah, no matter where. But, no, but we were, he, we had been informed that the Q-Dogs are not the ones to mess with. Because they're like the the big African-American men that will, hey. due to lack of a better term, F you up. <laughs> They will destroy you. So instead, we went to the Delta spot, and they had a brick, like one of these big square bricks, okay. and we just took their brick. Well, we thought we were just killing time, being mischievous, and we took their brick. Well, we ran back to the car, dipped out, got out of there, whatever, went back mm. home, hid the brick in my closet, 
called it a day. Well, come to find out, our friend Sherman, he was a Delta. Sherm. Sherman. Sherman <clears throat> proceeded to inform us that this stealing of the brick was a really, really big deal. It was in the Canvas newspaper. They thought it was a different uh, fraternity that took it. Now, like, did, did he know y'all took it? We told him eventually. Sure. We because we it was like I don't know how we got because he's a Delta. Mm-hmm. He was a Delta at JSU, so it was like one of those kind of things where we were just kind of like fishing for information. And a lot of them, my brother and Alden and Ryan, our other friend, they all worked in the mall, and Sherman worked worked in the mall too. So they were all kind of fr- like knew each other and stuff. That's how they all knew where they worked. Stephen and Alden and Ryan worked at Hot Topic. Nice. I think Sherman worked at Hollister or American Eagle. I can't remember. Which you ever the American Deli in the food court? Uh, Off topic, but the one here. Yeah, I have eaten there. Yeah, delicious. Okay, anyways, it, it is really good food. Back to the point. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sherman was like, you know, he was talking about how big of a deal it was, and that they weren't sure. And Typical he, Sherman. And well, then we told Sherman, we're like, hey, we have that brick, <clears throat> and he was like, oh my gosh, like basically like. Well, you guys need to return it. He's like, don't return it, actually. He's like, you need to give it to somebody because if you go back and you put it back, it'll be really bad for y'all. And we're thinking to ourselves, like, of course, we're hyping ourselves up, psyching ourselves up. Like, oh, they're going to try to beat us up or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. thinking it was funny because we, that nobody knew we had it. They thought it was still on campus somewhere and somebody else had taken it and all that, with all that other good stuff. Well, we ended up, needless <clears> to say, <throat> Sherman came by the house later on and we gave him the brick. And he was very thankful, and he got a lot of pats on the back for how, returning how, the brick. How did he go about it? He said, how did he go about saying I got the brick? I don't really know. He just told us that it was, like, a really, really good thing for him. Like, it really, really looked good for him. It worked out in his favor that we took the brick. Sherman, I'd like you to send me an email of how you went about doing that. You know, I would really like to know, too. I don't know. Sherman, send us a brief I, I don't email. even think I'm, like, friends with Sherman on Instagram or anything, but... If Alden or somebody who knows Sherman or knows who the, the Sherman I'm talking about, then definitely get Sherman to get in touch with us and tell us how he returned that brick. Yeah. Um. Or anybody from Delta and JSU in 2012 <laughs> or 13. If you, if you are listening. <laughs> if you were at Delta at JSU at any point in history. Six years ago, eight, nine. Holy crap. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Let's see. 2012 was six years ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was six years ago. Right? Six or seven. Seven years ago. Yeah. Seven years ago. Because it's 2019. Because nine minus two is seven. Yeah. 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 That's how you... You don't do this one? Eight minus three is five. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, the brick. That was crazy. Uh, the swans, though. The swans is what I'm saying. Back off the side note. We need to find a way to get the swan. You want to steal a swan? I want to steal a swan. Am I chomping on these two? No, you're good. It's cool. I'm literally talking about something that could incriminate us if the swan ever goes missing. If somebody else ever wants to steal the swan and they have a plan, hit us up. Hit us up. You can be on the podcast and we can speak in hypotheticals. ASMR. 
ASMR. What does that mean? Asthma. <laughs> it means asthma. <laughs> I have ASMR. <laughs> I have trouble breathing. My sometimes. name is Tom Thibodeau, and I have asthma. <laughs> I can't run me a lap without my asthma flaring up. <laughs> hey, who's the mayor of uh, Hattiesburg? Toby Barker. Toby Barker. Is he a good guy? People like Great him. Great mayor. Not even lying. Really? You think he would? Uh, you think I could get a uh, photo op with him? Yeah, I got I'm, a picture with him. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, put this on the table. I am trying to do this podcast with anyone. But particularly, I'm looking for people who are uh, entertainers, um, Toby in- Barker, influencers, uh, owners of businesses, whatever it may be. So if you guys happen to know anyone, refer them to me. And they don't have to be from Hattiesburg, but they pretty much have to be from Hattiesburg. They pretty much have to be willing to come to Hattiesburg and willing to sit in a vehicle or a quiet room for at least 45 minutes with me alone. Let's get Toby Barker. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to shoot. I don't want to go all the way to the top. What I, to the top? Hey, to the top talk. You're going down this year. No, dude, that's no. my people, man. That guy's cool. I'm he cool. is a cool guy. I saw him at the uh, best of the Pine Belt. Uh, Shane's podcast or my podcast will be uh, taking that award this next year. So yeah, we're, support. We're both getting to the getting to the nominee stage. That's for sure. But you know, we'll, Tim, co- we'll cross that bridge a little later. Tim might have to get pushed out, bro. Might have to push t- might have to push Church Toby out of the way. Shout out. But you know, hey, we'll see how it goes. I uh, I'm only on my second episode. I'm only on one. But uh, but Tim yeah. So if you guys happen to know anybody, point them in my direction. This is uh, kind of just still measly starting up, but I, I'm always open to having a nice uh, pivotal conversation with someone, and. Uh, I like meeting new people. All right. So, and you know, you don't always want to dig too deep. So I'll kind of, I guess I'll ask the question. What are your views on gays? (laughs) (laughs) I love gay people. Uh, Okay. I was just joking, guys. I was just joking. How do you feel about the fact that Flint, Michigan still doesn't have water? Not too partial on that. Think about Obama, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You better not say it. I'm like, what do you got a knife out for? (laughs) But, you, oh yeah, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I was gonna drive you off topic. Just go ahead. I mean, I'm not about to talk about you having a knife I mean, or Obama. You said so. the knife thing. You remember when um Michael was out of the office and uh, Dwight had to record their meeting and Jim was like, Dwight, what are you doing? Why do you have a knife? Oh, yeah. he was like, let the record show that Dwight Schrute has his pants off with a knife in the office. And then Andy ruined. He's like, and I'm chopping Phyllis's head off. Yeah, I remember that. That ruined it. It did. The podcast, I mean. It ruined the podcast. Asthma. I'm just joking. I do miss the days. I do miss the days when, uh... I got nothing. I don't really miss much. I... I miss the days... (laughs) Yeah, listen to this. I miss the days when Burger King made good french fries. Let's just talk about that. I used to love French Burger fries. Are still good? No. You don't like Burger they, King French listen, fries. Listen, they went from good fries 
to a crinkle cut fries, which were meh, to another type of fries, to the fries they have now. Now, for a while there, they gave you the option to get crinkle cut or the fries they have now. And the crinkle cut weren't awful. The ones before that were good. The ones they have now are not that bad. The ones they have now are eating styrofoam. What the ones? Okay, okay. They went, the the fries they have now are okay. But didn't they used to have like thinner fries? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I remember. You kind know what? Of now. Kind of. Since we're talking about Hasbro, we are always talking about Hasbro. I'm gonna rank them. Which is, let's do it. I think right. Top five know, French fries. I almost want to say that me and Tim did this. We last did. Time. We were sitting at Keg and Barrel, and me, okay, you, and Tim. No, and, I, I, uh, I thought we did it on the podcast. Y'all might have, but I'm about to give you my. Two I want to hear your top five. I'm gonna go number five, and I'm gonna go Wendy's number five. I'm cool with that. I number four, that. I'm going Five Guys. Okay, I can support that. Number three. Oh, number three, do I dare? Number three, I'm either going to have to go Cookout or Wards, because they have very similar fries. And Wards is not a place that is known for just its fries, known for its chili, but they have good fries. Yeah. I'm going to go Cookout. Number three, Cookout. Okay. Number two, McDonald's. you got to put McDonald's up there. Oh, my God. What? Are you serious? You've got to put McDonald's up there. so left field. Man. Okay, okay. No, no, no. no. This is, Here's the list. No, shut your mouth. the land the of the swans. Wendy's. Wendy's is number five. Wendy's French fries. Five Guys French fries is number four. Number three, did I say cookout last time? You did. All right, I'm going to change that. And I'm going to go... I'm going to go Arby's. Why would I not you, put Arby's? Okay, you're going to pick Arby's over Checkers? Are you going to listen to me? Okay. Arby's, number two. Because you're right, I shouldn't have to put McDonald's up there. It's a known one of the best French fries. Place. Number two, Checkers. The number one best French fry in Hattiesburg, Raisin Cane's. You cannot dispute that Raisin Cane's, Checkers, and Arby's are, a top, are the top three. Raisin Cane's, okay. Five Guys is actually three. This is, how, is, this is always how I have to look at it when we're doing when we're rating fries. You always have to look at it as you eat nothing else. All you get is a large fry from whatever this place mm. is. You can't think about eating another thing. You can't think about eating it there. That might make five guys the You're best in place. a white room, one table, five packs of large fries from different places. That might make five guys the best fry place. Okay. In no specific order, uh... Keg and Barrel is my favorite restaurant. Keg and Barrel is my favorite restaurant. Keg and Barrel is my favorite and they restaurant have great in Hattiesburg fries. that I've learned from so far. So we're not going fast food. We're just going restaurant. I'm just saying I'm not picking them their fries. I'm saying that their fries I feel like we rank fries a lot. I'm giving them an honorable mention because I love Keg and Barrel. I love Keg, too. It's my favorite place in town. If you haven't been there, you should go. Shout out. Uh, given I've only gone to so many other places since I've lived here, because the keg is so awesome, I keep going back. But I've been to a lot. Uh, just don't go to Golden Corral. Yeah, their fries are ass. <laughs> unless you're, man, unless you walk in there on a walker, you don't belong in Golden Corral. I went there the other night with my mom, actually. We're going to go to Five Guys. We passed by Golden Corral, and we're like, you know what? We haven't been there in a while. It's a buffet. Might as well. Yeah. It wasn't in the back of the food was bad. The atmosphere was awful. Yeah. Everyone's sad and waiting to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this lady walks up to our table and she says, Hello, my name's Carolyn. I'll be taking care of you. And I was like, Yeah, can I get a refill of my drink, please? She's like, Yeah. 
she almost, this lady was about to pour unsweet tea into my root beer just because she didn't, she didn't have the time to ask. She just assumed that. And this guy, these guys sit next to us. They keep sweet and low there by the bucket. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know, you you know my mother, she's not old. She doesn't act old. Sure. Um, She's in her 50s, but she doesn't act it. These people come and sit next to us. This guy talks, he's sitting down, he says, you know, I just got all these steak food, you know, got to eat soft. <laughs> I love me some of that steak. Well done, but I guess it's just peas, beans, taters, and rolls for me. Oh, my It's like, gosh. man, you shouldn't be here then. It's like $16 to eat at Golden Corral. And, that, you know, it's like... It's you expensive. Know, some places, some places are like... You know that how they they used to explain McDonald's and say that all the stuff tastes the same mm-hmm. and stuff like Golden Corral is the prime definition of a place that t- everything tastes the same. Agreed. Like, like you can get meatloaf, you can get mashed potatoes, you can get fried okra, you can get corn, and it's well, it's and like it's it like all has the same. Well, like, no, I see it as everything in that family. So let's say I get a plate of meatloaf, corn, mashed potatoes, and a roll. I eat it. It's okay. Say I go back and I get a plate of macaroni, pork chop, rice and gravy, and our, and some cornbread. It tastes exactly the same. Yeah. It's different things. Yeah. <laughs> like the meatloaf tastes like the pork chops. The macaroni tastes like the mashed potatoes. Like, it does. Literally. Literally. We, um, so if you don't know how Golden Crowd works, you walk through a line, get your drink, then pay. Then yeah. go to Everybody's been with their grandparents. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. Um, the one of the workers grabs a drink and walks me. He goes, "Man, this is the worst drink I ever had in my life." And I was like, "Dude, you shouldn't have to. It should be known not to bash where you work in public. You yeah. know what I mean? Like right in front of all the customers. No but shame. They don't care. I'll tell you what. Tell me. Since we're on the topic, since we're jumping topics, and we have no. We trouble really about, are. That's one thing you got to get used to, is uh, jumping topics. But. Buffets, Super King, man. Super King might be the best buffet in town. I haven't been to Super King since I've lived here, but we used to go a good bit before I moved here. Let's go. Um, when you get paid, Friday? Yeah, I'll see. Let's go. I'll see. Let's go I'm Friday. trying to save some money because I'm going to the motherland next weekend. Oh well, bro. Let's go Friday. I don't want to spend all my money. I'm trying to go golfing. In my home, Mississippi. Yeah, I've never been before. I hope you like. Hitting golf balls into a dumpster, man. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bashing on your uh, own time. Percy, Percy Quinn, no, man, Percy Quinn's got a cool golf course. I've only been once or twice. I've only been once in my home, I think. One time? I we think, went and ate Santa Fe. No, you've been a couple of times. printed that shirt. Y'all went one time for a football game, too. Well, yeah, but that was really North Pike. Well, you came to our house for a minute. Yeah, that's when, when y'all I lived first in, got my that was when y'all lived in town. Yeah, yeah. Link was a little easy baby. Yeah, but Super King, man, I went and got some CCs the other day. Oof. CCs is great. You CCs, can't beat CCs, CCs to the price. It's different yeah. when you have like the exact amount that it costs. Yeah, or like you only and have a ten dollars. Like, yeah, bill. and you're like, man, man, that place is amazing. And I'm not even the biggest fan of their pizza, but I can literally go sometimes and get a pizza. I, I got. I'll say this: the only bad thing I have to say about CCs is their wings are all. I, you went. I went with y'all one time and I got wings because I was. I didn't want pizza. Right. I remember. I and hate the, the wings. Co- and they the wings like costed more than a buffet did. Yes, ten wings cost more than two buffets would have cost. Ten wings was like ten fifteen. It didn't a uh, two buffets like ten even almost. Something like that. Uh, I think it's like twelve. I think it's like five ninety nine for a buffet. Too much. 
for the wings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. All you can eat. Be- and, okay, we can be pasta. honest. Their pizza is not grade A. No, but they have pasta. They have <laughs> salad. <laughs> they have some dessert. They have all the ranch you can it's, eat. Exactly. It's the fact you can eat five. You can eat, in all reality, you can eat 20 plates of pizza. Yeah. You can eat six whole I've pizzas by your head. Yeah. Not really. And they will not say a word. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, it's you cool. We hate there, this place too. You, yeah, yeah. You can sit there from open to close and eat pizza. And I'm sure, you know, the, I'm sure they would say something. The poor girl that worked behind the counter the other day when me and your sister went in there, man, she was just so defeated. Like, you could just look at her and tell that, like, and I said something, I was saying, I don't know what it was that we were saying, but she proceeded to say, uh, she eats there too, and she's like, she almost doesn't have a choice, and I was like, huh, you know, can you work here, I said, it makes sense, she's like, no, it's just so cheap, and I thought to myself, I was like, damn, like, she's just sitting here telling us she don't make no money, <laughs> like, like you know, there's. I bet like the general manager at a CC's makes like ten fifty an hour. You think? I mean, probably not. But I'm just saying, like, how much money can you possibly make? Let me ask you this question. Talking about restaurants, general managers. Did you know it only costs five thousand dollars to start a Chick Fil A chain? I don't think that's true. I think you told me this the other day, but I don't think that's true. There's. It costs one million dollars to open a McDonald's. Hey Siri. Hey Siri, how much does it cost to start a Chick Fil A chain restaurant? One million dollars to start a McDonald's? Are yes. you stupid? No. One million dollars. Do you know how much money a McDonald's makes a day? Chick Fil A franchisees pay just ten thousand dollars to open a new restaurant. Never mind, I was wrong. But still, but only still, ten thousand. Ask how much it costs to open up a McDonald's. Because maybe this McDonald's thing... Hey, Siri, how much does it cost to open a McDonald's chain? One million! Does it say it? Does it say McDonald's it? franchisees must make an initial investment of between $1 million and $2.2 million. Oh, man. Charges a $45,000 franchise fee ongoing monthly. Oh man! So you have to pay forty five thousand dollars just to have a McDonald's, a a month, just to own it. So you have to pay club dues of forty five thousand dollars a month if you make if you have a McDonald's. But you at first you have to pay a million dollars. That is a lot of money. That is too much money. That is too much money, bro. That is a lot. But you're going to be making a lot. If you own a McDonald's, you're making a lot of money. Is it worth it? It is if you have $30 million. What if you only have $1 million? It wouldn't be worth it. Why? Because you just invest your money somewhere else and don't invest it in McDonald's. Why? Because. Good point. I, I agree with you. So here's the thing. You have $10,000. Are you opening a Chick-fil-A chain? No. Why? If I have... Uh, maybe if I have like $50,000 or if I have, uh, like $700,000, I'll open up a Chick-fil-A chain. But it's like, what if I Let's fail miserably? Let's say $49,000. Okay. You open a Chick-fil-A chain? I might would if it actually only that costs that much. Because you have to think, it's not like you Let's still have to pay to build the building. you have $11,000. No, I'm not st- starting to Twelve. No. I'm trying to see where you start. 13000 No. $14,000? No. $15,000? No. No less 
than thirty thousand dollars. Let's say you have twenty nine thousand dollars. You're still gonna have to take a. That's to open the franchise. That's to open the franchise. Let's say you have twenty five thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. I want to know where you sit with your. Mo- I want to know how good you are with your money. Let's say not good enough to keep the Chick Fil A open. Let's say you have you got a hundred dollars for your birthday, and I say Shane. I know somebody that can turn that $100 into $500. I would doubt you. All you have to do is give me 50 of it. I would doubt you. Okay, why? Because. You know. If that person can turn 100 into 500, I will only have $50 if I give you 50. You'll get 250 back. I see what you're saying. How long will it take to turn the profit? Two weeks. 100% guarantee? 100% guarantee. I actually. Yeah, I would do it. If it's a hundred percent guarantee, but you'd have a lot 90, of it, it's a forty percent guarantee. No, it's, it's, no, not a, it's not a great guy. Yeah, well then no, I wouldn't. I know a bunch of great guys that I could give money to that would have a forty percent chance guarantee get my money back. May not be legal the way they get my money back, but I mean. Okay, I say to you, Shane. All you have to do is deal this myth. I have and to deal you this get myth. Ten thousand dollars. You have to deal this myth, myth in public. How much myth? What's considered a normal amount of meth? I mean... Do they go by the grams in, in uh, a, mathematics? A gram of meth is a lot. In mathematics? A gram of meth is a lot. You got 10 grams of meth. You got a while. You got 10 grams of meth. Okay. You have to go into a public mall and deliver it. I give you 5000 Am I delivering it to a target? To a human being. Someone who knows that they're getting these 10 grams of meth already. Uh, or am I having to solicit the meth? Like, because if I'm having to solicit it, then no. Because most people just walking around the mall aren't there to look for meth. What do you mean when you say solicit the meth? Like, am I finding someone to buy it? Or is there someone Let's buying it already? Let's think about this. Is someone tell me, hey, I'll give you 10 grand I'll to put drive you... 10 miles up the road, bring this into a guy at the mall, come back, get your 10 grand? The guy is in the food court. <laughs> the most central location of a mall. Yeah, it's a guy. It's already you a have a You have a block of meth. Mm-hmm. What like a, a crystal of meth. A crisp, a noticeable block. A nugget of methamphetamine. A giant pebble. Yes. Like I'm the are pe- you? Are you? I'm the penguin, and that's the pebble. Yes. The pebble and the penguin. Okay, so we've already said was then you're gonna do it. Five thousand dollars under the condition that this guy's already. Yes. Yeah, I would do it. How are you gonna go about it? I, you wanna know how I am? How? He's wearing a jacket. I'm wearing a zip-up jacket. We unzip our jackets, put them together, and hug really tight, but overlap our jackets. And then how? And l- then how we long zip do- our jackets back up, and I hand him the mess. How long do you? <laughs> now, how long do you hold the hug? Six minutes. And then after you, after and then we zip up our jacket and say, "Here, bro, here's your mess." Come out really to, loud. Come out to the car and get the mess. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but as long as as long as it's just I'm bringing it to someone. I mean, because no, you're, you're doing You is, have to sell. Let's, let's. That seems too easy. You have to it sell is meth. Too easy. You have to sell meth to somebody in a mall. Like I have to. You find have to point someone. somebody out, and you're like meth, and you have to say, "Hey, Mary Meth," instead of Mary Beth. Hey, Mary Meth, would you like to buy some meth? If you meth, could you meth? And then she says, meth. She goes, my dad's a cop. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, I'm wearing a wire, jerk, and I set you up the whole time. And you're spending six months in prison for solicitation of methamphetamine. I mean, I just, oh, wow, what's going on? 
What is going on? No, hang on. Dude. No. No, it's still recording. Oh, I thought something was tragically wrong with my phone. I thought we lost our podcast. No, we're good. It's okay. But, yeah, no, I would definitely, uh... I would definitely deliver meth for that much. But you won't sell meth. I would sell it, but I wouldn't go try to find somebody in the mall. I wouldn't find someone in the mall to buy meth. If I had to go running around the countryside and somebody's like, hey, I'll give you a penis load of of money to go sell meth for a whole day. I'll give you a penis to sell meth for a whole day. How big is their penis? And if they're going to give it to me and I can just like... That's not even what I meant. If I can go, and it turns out to be my penis and it's a trade-off for a bigger penis than the penis I have, it might be worth it. Unless they have a meth wiener. Which I don't know the specifics of a meth wiener, but I imagine they're dirty. Meanie meth? Weenie meth? Weenie meth. The weenie method. The land of swans. That's how this episode was introduced. (laughs) The land of the swans, man. This is the way things happen in the land of the swans. Okay, let me ask you this question. Why is everybody here so... Why are there so many Alabama fans here? Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. There are more. I feel like there's more Alabama fans here than there are Southern fans. Oh, agreed. And I don't get it. Every time I get behind the wheel of a vehicle, I see a damn Alabama sticker on someone's car. I don't understand. And I don't understand. Checker print, the big A, the 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 elephant. You know, I think it's winning. Winning breeds fans. Um, and the fans make families. They make Alabama families. Just like inbreds make nasty families. Yeah. Inbreds also make Alabama families. Meth makes nasty families, too. Meth makes Alabama families. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. No, someone's going to hear. Oh, there uh, goes everything. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. I'm sorry. It's my podcast, not yours, so at least they won't judge you by the content of your podcast. I was making a joke. Um, yeah, meth definitely does breed Alabama families. Think really about that, that. Though. Think about that. Well, no, not necessarily, guys. I don't want to offend Alabama anybody. was the meth capital of the country for a while. Really? Yes. Because you could buy... It's probably Kentucky You now, know what you need... You know what you have to have to make meth? What? A lot of Sudafed. I mean, to make, like... Yeah, you have to have a lot of Sudafed to make crystal meth. It's probably like Kentucky now, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Probably Mississippi. Purchase. <laughs> it's like, hey man, we don't smoke that much meth here. But I, uh, I've never been able to understand the Alabama thing. Me neither. In all honesty, I mean, I really haven't. Aside, but you now, did, you I did say, make a good point about how winning breeds fans. Winning breeds fans, and you know those fans have kids, and they turn their. You know, Alabama's only been winning since like oh eight oh nine. Well, they apparently yeah. were winning. They had a winning streak back in the day too. Yeah. So, like, it makes it, like, those kids, and then their kids, it kind of, like, goes off of the multiple mean, generations. You know, how do how do fans even get started? Usually either local or winning. Like, I won't even lie to you. I'm a Florida Gators fan. I didn't become a Florida Gators fan until Tim Tebow. 06, 07, yeah. 08, 09, we won a, uh, I believe 09 was when we won the SEC Championship. And then, obviously, I was already... A Florida fan, I'm sticking it through the rough right now. We're looking pretty good, but I'm sticking it through the rough. Right. Um. Same with basketball, other sports. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, with I feel like when you have like NFL, a lot of there are a lot of Saints fans, 
but and then there's Cowboys fans. But then it's like, other than that, it's kind of up in the air. We're not really close enough to anything other than the Saints for there to be like, oh, well, you could pick a team pretty much. You know, usually it comes with, you know, which, I mean, what's crazy is like, you know, Eli Manning went to the Giants, but there was only Giants fans in Mississippi for like a year after he went there. And then they're like, we do not care about the Giants. Man, where's all the Redskins fans at, man? Most forgotten about team. Are they? I don't know. Who's the most forgotten about NFL team? Oh, man. You can't say the Browns. Not anymore. But see, the thing is, is you couldn't say that even when they were losing mm. because people still talked about it. I'd say the Dolphins. I think that the Dolphins are. Probably. I think the Dolphins are probably, or the Oakland Raiders. But there's so much talk about them the past yeah. couple of years, what too. What about John Gr- uh, not John Gr- basketball, man. It's the most forgotten basketball team. There's a few of those. Like Wizards. The, like the Jazz. The Jazz are not forgotten. I mean. They make the playoffs. People don't think about it. It's so... You don't ever hear anybody talk about the Jazz. <laughs> they don't come up in conversation. The Wizards? The Wizards, probably. Orlando Magic did good this year, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, they made the playoffs. Man, I wish we could forget about the Knicks. I wish we could, too. I bet the Knicks wish they could forget about the Knicks. Yeah. I bet they do. Wow. That's crazy. They really had so much potential. Yeah, they could have done so much more. Hey, they, save this for my podcast. Oh, it's okay. We're they'll, wasting, they'll, come, no. they'll come there, too. No. Yeah, they will. No, we're wasting... Uh-uh. Hey, you need to tell them what your podcast yeah, is. Yeah, hey, look. While we're hanging out and talking about it, I have a podcast. It is a sports podcast. I talk all things sports, usually basketball or football. Going through a name transition right now, but right now my name is Time Out with Tyler Ferguson, but uh, it's a very typical name, so I'm trying to kind of find something a little more original. But that's the name right now. You can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, a couple of other platforms. Almost almost anywhere you find your podcast. Almost, I say. Dare I say. Um, gang. Yeah. Well, way to leave them hanging. Um, breaker. If you have a breaker. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, if you, you can find me on Breaker. Um, you can find me on Google Podcasts, like I said. You can also find him anywhere that you're listening to this. If yes. You're, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can find him there. If you're yeah, listening you can to this find on me on Anchor, Spotify. You can find me on Pocket Casts. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm still trying to... You can also find me on Anchor, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get... It's Apple. Po- and it's so funny because Apple Podcasts is not, to me... The prime podcast spot. It's the right. reason why that it, it seems like it is is because that's kind of where it started. Yeah, that's where most podcasts. I mean, unless somebody was doing something independently, most pod. Well, I mean, pod. The I'm pretty sure the term podcast came from Apple. That's crazy. Yeah, I think that it was called podcast, and that's what. I mean, this is it's pretty much a free form talk show about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. I just happen to talk about an abundance of different things yeah. in turn. Um, but yeah, you can't find me on Apple Podcast yet, so let's get working on that, Apple. Yeah. Getting me. Uh, apparently, it's a little bit more difficult to get on there than it is okay. everything else. It has a more of a process. Get myself some equipment pretty soon, so I'm hoping to be on. Yeah, I'm working on trying to get on uh, SoundCloud, and I'm thinking about once I get on SoundCloud, I'm going to try to. Uh, I'm pretty content on Spotify. I might make an umbrella <clears throat> deal. 
their uh, the thing the problem with Spotify is so many people think that they can't listen to it on Spotify if they don't have premium, but you can, but you do have to download the Spotify app. I'm pretty sure. Yes. And so for people who are just primary Apple Music people, they are not going to have Spotify. There's a lot of people who are Apple Music people. I'm Apple Music people. But you can listen to this on Anchor. I was like, so, and you can just click the link. If somebody gives you a link to the page, you can listen to an anchor on the browser and it stays playing and what have yeah. you. So, but I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, another, wrap it, wrap another episode two trial run, fun time. <laughs> Me and, uh, hope you guys got, uh, something out of this. Yeah. Hey, go listen to my podcast, Time Out with Tyler Ferguson. Follow me on Instagram, double underscore Fergs, double underscore. So underscore, underscore, F-E-R-G-S, underscore, underscore. Twitter, Tyler Fergs. Um, I believe that's my Twitter. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah, give me a follow. Give me a, yeah, go like my podcast, man. I don't have too many listeners, but uh, we're fitting to blow up. Hey, <laughs> and another thing. Uh, I plan to get better on these intros and outros. Yes. But I would like it if you guys happen to listen and you like what you hear, feel free to share it with somebody. Tell somebody about it um, and uh, send some guests my way. Shout out Tim. I need as many people as I can. I got a couple of people lined up, but uh, I need, I can record any day of the week pretty much. So. Yeah. Just um, uh, last thing I have to say is uh, unshout out to Tim. Yeah, uh, shout out to Tim. Unshout out to Tim, Church of Toby. There's no reason why we should shout him out. No. Um, hey, guys, get this. Tim, uh, Tim's listening. It's a hard hitter right here. Nominated for two Best of the Pine Belt Awards. Shane, would you like to tell the people how many uh, Pine Belt, Best of the Pine Belt Awards Tim won? He didn't win any. He didn't win any. Shout out, Tim. Shout that, out. That hurt me. I apologize, Tim. Sorry, not sorry. Have a good night.